0: I have a number of life decisions to make and I'm finding that I'm getting lost in thought and worry. Have you any advice? When there's lots going on in our life, it can be all too easy to feel overburdened by that. Lots of thoughts that come to mind, lots of emotions, of course, that can be triggered by those thoughts. And then this process of of worrying, it can happen all too easily. These kind of negative automatic thoughts we just i assuming the worst and getting caught up in it. And really, what the mind is trying to do, in a sense, is—it's it's a simulator. That's what the mind is. And while being in, in the present moment, being in the here and the now, is a, a wonderful thing. It's uh, not the only thing. Imagine what life would be like if we couldn't leave the present moment we couldn't remember the past, we couldn't plan for the future, we couldn't think of alternate ways of doing it, we'd have no progress. Technology alone is all because people can leave the present moment and they can think about how differently to do things that are currently being done. Now, of course, it's not that we entirely leave the present moment because hopefully we'll get ideas from the present moment. We go into the workspace of imagination, we play around a bit, do a bit of experimentation, see what we come up with. Then we bring that idea back, and we test it in reality and see if it works. And maybe it works great, or maybe it's an out-and-out disaster. If it's a disaster, we learn from it, and then we do it a little bit differently next time. And that's really what creativity uh, is all about. So it's not just thinking, though, of of uh, what the outcome is. It's also thinking about risk kind of a risk assessment function that the, the, the mind engages into. So you might think of one of your ancestors thousands of years ago and they're about to go on a long journey and it's helpful for them to be able to visualize the road ahead and what could go wrong. Think when I might run out of food. Okay, make sure I bring food with me. I might run into someone dangerous. Okay, make sure I'm prepared for that in some shape or form or maybe I need to take a different route. And being able to see the risks or the difficulties uh, is very, very helpful, very advantageous as opposed to somebody who just goes down the road and they're not prepared. Also being able to look back and remember past experiences as well can also be uh, particularly useful too uh that's really the essence of learning is to ensure we're not just repeating the same patterns over and over again if they're not working so we need to really find a balance between those two things uh imagination on one hand and just grounded presence in the environment that we're in on the other hand so when there's a lot going on in our life well of course we can be externally stimulated and the mind feels the need to help and it helps sometimes but by kind of echoing or simulating what's happening and maybe looking at worse versions of it, forewarned, as forearmed. It's, it's trying to prepare us. But the problem is sometimes it doesn't prepare us. It just exhausts us even more and it scares us even more. There's already enough going on in our life. The last thing we need are, are these echoes and, and these various challenges. So a little bit of a catch-22 because to the degree you can address things around you, you you may have less of those echoes because you're not feeding the feedback loop of shouting into the canyon then you hear the canyon shouting back and then you shout back again so to the degree you can make things better externally obviously that's to the better because you're not continuing to renew that echo of concern and worry um But at the same time, uh, sometimes we can't deal with what's happening around us. And uh, sometimes the thoughts and the concerns can be there and they can bog us down a bit. So a helpful thing to do as much as possible is to try and unload the mind of anything that doesn't need to be weighed down by. And uh, taking a pen and paper or taking a whiteboard and, and just mapping out what's happening to some degree or what some of the options are can be very helpful. Because once your mind sees, in inverted commas, that you're, you're on the case, you're working on it, it tends to, for the most part, feel a bit better. It tends to feel that it doesn't need to put all this resource into picturing these worst-case scenarios because you're already on top of it. So a helpful thing to do if you get your pen and paper or your whiteboard is to be able to say, okay, so if there's a life decision I need to make, what are the options? So if it's moving house or something like that, you go, okay, well... You know I can stay where I am or I can move to this location or I can move to that location or I can maybe rent for a while before I buy whatever you know list list the options in that way the same with anything else and then under each of them you might want to just write the word a description or you might want to draw a little picture of them that could be nice sometimes underneath then, a little plus a little minus you know what, what's everything good about this and what's everything that could go wrong with that and By doing this, we may or may not then, having mapped that out, actually see the answer clearly in front of us, but at least we've kind of unloaded our mind to some degree, unladen it, and we have a little bit more room, a little bit more clarity to be able to see uh, the wood for the trees. And this is important then because Firstly, the mind isn't feeling the need to do as much work because it's now visualized clearly in front of you. And this model, then, you can keep updating as you go along. Maybe you need to get some advice, get some support. You can keep filling in the gaps, so to speak, and making this model that you have of what you're going to do clear. Keeping it simple is usually good. We don't want to get bogged down on the whiteboard or the pen and paper as much as we're getting bogged down in the mind. But just a simple outline so we can start to see the pattern see what some of the shapes are and then see some some of what the options are that can be particularly useful and helpful and what that then does is it's not so much that your mind will just be still then when you do that there, there may be still some activity of the mind but hopefully that can be a bit more creative it's a bit like if you were doing uh, accounts you doing some mathematics and the whole idea of using a spreadsheet on a computer or a ledger in front of you is so you don't have to try and remember all the numbers you can try and sit down and do your accounts in your imagination very difficult (laughs) but even if you could you'd be too close to the numbers it's helpful to put them down externally so you've got a bit of breathing space you've cleared up some bandwidth so now what you're able to do is you're able to uh, look at them you're able to step back and you're able to say okay so I, I can relax because I don't have to remember all this stuff. But the other thing is, is I can actually look at it more clearly now from a distance, and maybe I can see patterns emerge that I certainly wouldn't have been able to see if I was busy trying to hold all of this in my mind. And that breathing space can be, can be very useful, and it can lead to us spotting opportunities that we otherwise would have missed because we're just too close to what's happening.